What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jaylen. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 5, Episode 6. And it's called Chapter 82, Back to School. Oh, my God. What are we getting there? A little gaga (laughs) for you in the middle. Guys, don't forget to stick around for the ending of the podcast because we're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines. I have something in my mouth right now, so I don't actually have a lisp. And we're going to go through your recap roundups because we got so many of them coming in. Um, let's get into the episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. There's been so many, like NB always mentions, there's been so much new people coming through we love our old we love our new we love you guys we're all family here we're so happy to have you here guys don't forget to like comment and subscribe to the channel tell your friends about us um and let's leave us a review leave us a comment leave us something all right well episode six we are back in school like i mentioned yeah uh what are your feels how did love it love everything about this love every single freaking aspect of the show right now Mm -hmm. i think every week we get like a lot of tweets being like i'm waiting for it to like end i'm waiting for it to like (laughs) get bad and everyone's like but it's not and it's like actually getting better and i messaged you last night and i was like like, we're just in high school, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of drama happening. We don't need no Gargoyle King. We don't yep. need no, like, acid trip. Like, we're good with where we are. Granted, mm-hmm. we did get some alien talk, but, like, like everything <laughs> well, is still really full of drama, and, like, I'm in it, and the episode is jam-packed. Like, I get to the end of the episode, and I'm like, that was really, really good. Like, I'm mm-hmm. invested in every single storyline right now. Yeah. I love it. What about you? I'm on the same board with you and everybody else. I feel it's it's definitely been an exciting like start to this or restart, I should say, to this flash forward. Everything just feels very adult, and I I don't really watch any other CW shows to be completely honest. But it feels like it's like in line with a lot more of those adult vibe shows. But it's still Riverdale. Like it's still our characters. It's still the people that we've been following for the last five seasons. Do you miss them at all? Like do you miss the kids at all? You know, it's really funny that you mentioned that because because we're supposed to see them as kids. And like I said, I feel like I've mentioned this a few times already that we didn't get that full time jump, like the the, the break in between. Yeah. I don't I, I kind of do, but I don't because I feel like it shows that these characters have grown a bit, you know, yeah. like the annoyances, the things that we used to eye roll at with Archie. And I'm sure he's going to have adult Archie is going to have his own version of the shit that he pulls that pisses us off. Like there was something that happened this episode that everybody was not happy about, but you know, I, I don't know a part of me misses them because it's still the same characters, but I know what you mean. What do you think? Like, uh, there was a moment in the beginning where I did miss them. I was like, I miss, I miss them being like the core four and like going to pops or like, I miss that. And I'm like, we'll never have that. Like, this is it. Like, Mm -hmm. we're only going to get the adult versions moving forward unless they do some sort of, like, flashback. Like, we were talking about sort of in that seven-year gap to kind of show, like, what happened between everyone. If they do that, like, I'm so down for that. But I did miss them a little bit. But I think in the middle of the episode, because it was so good, I just, like, forgot about that. I was like, no, like, this is – 
Like, I'm still getting high school drama. Like, I'm still getting, like, the ships having drama. Yeah. But, like, everything just feels more high stakes and more real. So, like, I was totally down for it. More real, more believable. Yeah. Um, and uh, I love the just switch up of everything, right? Like, it doesn't feel like high school anymore. The, everybody, I mean, everybody's a teacher, but also the dynamics are different. Tony's involved. Like, you know, there's a lot of characters are now kind of stepping forward. And it makes sense to the story because... You know, the core four is no longer like a unit, you know, yeah. like they get to focus on other characters individually. Once again, it's really cool. I think the fact that Tony is pulling everyone together in in this like sort of second chapter of this show was yeah. so it felt so organic and it just fits and everything works with her when she's on screen. Everything just like I'm like, oh, I get it. I get why this piece is here and this piece mm-hmm. is here. It's like she truly does link everything up. Bring it all together. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. So let's get into the episode. It starts off with Jughead reading a book. He's hanging out with Archie at home. You know, they're just just about to start their their first day of school um, as teachers at Riverdale High the next morning. So it cuts to this opening school, school getting ready for school, back to school, opening montage. Oh. Um, and again, this is a lot. Little, and it's supposed this to be last, summer, right? It's like it's be, supposed to be summer. Like we're leaving summer. We're going into the fall. I'm like, wait, yes. we're in March right now. <laughs> like it's yeah, so yeah. weird. I know. I was going to say this is the last time I'm going to mention February, it, but whatever. like it would have felt so cool to see this in like October yeah. or like yeah, September yeah, yeah. because like it's we weird. that's when we would have gotten it. It's, it's very weird that you sync up your real life to like the time of the sh- like the time of what? the show but like it shouldn't yeah. matter like the, the time should be matter. anything in the show technically but yeah yeah anyways so everybody's going starting school um it shows fangs and kevin at their apartment and they're waiting on tony because she wants to take her motorcycle i was like are you sure that's a good idea aren't you pregnant yeah you're, like, <laughs> like, girl, you're pregnant <laughs> but i mean all that's off to you girl like get it um so they leave um, they have a little cute moment, Fangs and Kevin, in their little apartment. And then it shows Veronica kind of walking through the halls as a teacher for the first time. She kind of has She's this like, like mm, mm, my glasses on now. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it was kind of cool to introduce Archie, Betty, and Jughead. They all, um, you know, walk through the front door at the same time. And they all kind of look, look in different directions. And they all kind of split off off, and they don't speak to each other it was really it the montage was cool to me i thought it was a really great way to start off the episode and um yeah it just they're adults now going into the school teaching teaching class i was like this is so funny so it shows veronica starting right off um and she is teaching econ um of course (laughs) at riverdale economics um, and then it shows Archie, he's doing the ROTC stuff, and he's like, this will give you some credits. Uh, let's Which was never really a class. It was always no. like an after-school program, <laughs> so yeah. it's not like a full course. He was like, when did war start? When was the first war ever made? I was like, okay, this is not a course. <laughs> like, I know, I was like, chill, dude. That's not, like, no one would ever. Um and then it shows Betty, and she's teaching like shop, like auto. She's so teaching cute. like auto shop. I was like, good for her. And it was funny because one of her students, you know, go. Oh my god, I died. Uh, was your dad the? Wasn't your dad the Black Hood? And she's like, yep. yep. Does anybody he, else have any? He taught me how questions? to do this. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, does anybody have any other questions? Because like, he done teach, taught me this stuff. Um, and then Jughead, of course, is teaching English, and all the students, of course, are completely disengaged, like merp, like whatever. They're just kind of going through their day. He's trying to engage them, but he already knows it's not going to be 
a super exciting, like everybody loves English class. I mean, who likes English realistically? I think I did. (laughs) It was all right. I think I only liked it because you were in the same class. (laughs) We were in the same class. Um, Then it cuts to Hiram talking to Reggie. And he's I can't with the scene. He's sitting at his like, you know, evil desk and he's kind of just already evil Doritos. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the fact that he was basically advertising Doritos. He's like, something is gonna get a little crunchy over here in this episode. And then he like like, he like ate like he literally ate it and the camera just like was on the Doritos bag and he's like (laughs) He's like holding it. He's basically holding it and being like um um I'm like, is this the longest like Super Bowl commercial for Doritos like I don't get why he was advertising it Um, so essentially he's talking to Reggie and saying how you know he's pissed off that the high school is back open because the high school offers hope and for reasons that elude me and if we don't you know stomp out that hope then you know the town will come back together and everybody will be you know Riverdale will return so he wants to stomp it out like a weed fair point fair point yeah, fair point on his side of things, evil boss kind of situation. Um, then it cuts to Veronica and Smithers checking out that pawn shop that she passed by when she oh sold that Glamour J egg. I can't. And uh, she wants to start a business. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. 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 She, that store was beside the, the Glamour J egg store? No, I think it was the Glamour J egg store <laughs> that oh. she like pawned stuff in. Oh, okay, so know. now she's rebuying it. Like she wants to buy it, I guess. Right. Like she okay. wants to buy this pawn shop, I think. Um, and turn it into like a, a jewelry high-end store. jewelry yeah. store or something. Guys, shit. literally, like this is this is why I love rewatching Riverdale like the second time around, because like I notice it makes me think about things more. I'm like, wait. I'm like, the town is literally bankrupt, (laughs) and you want to open a high-end jewelry store? Like, how does that make sense? Like, who's going to this jewelry store? Who's going to go? These people don't even have money to, like, go to a sports game. And then, like, I tweeted it out. I'm like, guys, this doesn't make any sense. And then everyone was, like, dying of They're like, oh, my God, that's so true. And then one person made a really good point. I think it was um, Guy Kazoid. He was like, like, to be fair, he's like, or she, I don't even know. But they were like, um... The store was like near Sodale, so like it's supposed to be kind of catering to like the Sodale mm. people too. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, okay, I get it. Got it, got I get it. it. Okay. Like that's okay, fine. Like geographically, okay, yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Betty and Archie talking in, uh, like I guess it was like the teachers' lounge or whatever. Yeah. And Betty basically says she's worried about Polly. She still hasn't come home, and Archie's like, dee, 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 dee. maybe can I, I can distract you, you with my- tonight, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> um, and but uh, also i love that nobody is saying like let's go find your sister <laughs> like do you want to take the day off of work to go find your sister who might be dead in a corner like well she did mention yeah, that you know alice yeah. says that she does this sometimes and like maybe she kind of like went on poly behavior so, poly behavior um <laughs> poly poly ball <laughs> she's really um and so while they're trying to figure out a place to have sex um betty basically says i think i have a crazy idea and uh that's when it kind of cuts and they have they did have a little cute little exchange in that moment um we'll talk about barchi they have a few moments. you can't even we'll look at me it. like oh, yeah. I, 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 I can't even like, talk to you right no, now no, no. <laughs> you're like and um so then it cuts to the pop's diner and jug jughead and tabitha are talking and he decides that he wants to interview tabitha I personally um, 
don't like the fact that like I have such an e- uneasy feeling about him interviewing her only because Why? I know that he's doing it for his like expose second sequel book. And yeah. I'm like, this is all just setting it up for like him betraying his entire no, town again. And I, think, like, I don't know. I do think like that's going to happen. But like it's Jughead. Everyone's going to like forgive him slash like i feel like the book might be retribution so like i don't think it's gonna be as bad as like we think it's gonna be slash like i feel like him he's gonna fall in love with her yeah definitely i mean she's someone that i'd fall in love with too so she talks (laughs) about the fact that she had a six-figure job in chicago i was shocked i was like oh because she looks so young i'm like oh i didn't realize like you were like a grown-ass adult yeah, True, like it's been seven years. Forgot. That money, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but that that's another question. Like, if she was, if it's been seven years, like, was she done, done, been high, like, in high school? Like, maybe yeah, she was a bit older. Exactly. Like, she's even past, like, their age. Because she wasn't in school with them. No. So, she must have oh, had be, true, been in university at that time and then came back. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Had a career and then came back. So she basically says that she wanted to help use the knowledge that she had, you know, with this expensive school and bring it back to her hometown, bring it back to her, um, you know, family business and see what she can do with it. Um, she says that she has ideas for merchandising and franchising. Um, there was a picture of a pop's like, uh, what's it called? The, the, the trucks? What are they called? The, the okay. ones that... The catering trucks? Catering trucks, yeah. So I think that, like, that will oh, probably see okay. Tabitha kind of take that cool. to the next level of her pops. Um, and it was cool because one of the things that you mentioned in the, the, the flash forward is the fact that the gas pump stations were brand new uh, in yeah. front of pops. And she mentions why why they're there. So oh, there was it? a change. Yeah, she oh, says I that, um, that, you know, uh, she's like, I had the idea to put them forward. So then people who are driving through the can town, stop. the truckers oh. can stop and pump gas, which like makes complete sense. So totally. she obviously has like the business mind, which I thought was really cool. Um, and then at that point in time, while she while he's interviewing her, um, some of Jughead's students from class come in and he they're like, oh, you're like, oh, you're my teacher. And it's so embarrassing because, like, I feel like whenever – if anybody has ever had the experience where they see their teachers in the wild, like, it's such a in weird, the wild. Ex- weird experience. And be like, oh, my God, like, you have normal clothes on or, like, you're with your husband or whatever. So it was just obviously embarrassing for him to have to serve his Plus he was serving like, them, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get the moment, uh, moments and moments of moments. Uh, Betty and Archie. Ooh, and right off the top. Sexy music is playing Ooh, in the background. Yeah. It's and like, I love your eyes. <laughs> it wasn't like that, but like, yeah, I like... can't like replicate it. But it was like a <laughs> hot ass song. Like, yeah. they definitely like cleared this song with copyright and they were like, this is going to be the Barchi sex scene. Like, this and I was it. like, yeah. I'm, that was the best song they could have chosen. Yeah, it was sexy. It was in the car. And it was like nice and long. It wasn't like a mod. Yeah. It wasn't like, like a cut, 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 cut. It was like hands all the way down, it was like tracking, moaning. Kissing, it was and like, like <laughs> I was like, first like, of all, whoa. His, the shot of his abs, like, it was like bump, 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 bump. bump. Like, yeah. He has like 18,000 abs. Yeah. Our, KJ Happa like worked it out for these sex scenes. So, um, yeah. And then They're we have like the Titanic. We have the Titanic. The hand, hand moving down and everybody sweating and like loved loving it. up. And I have to other. say, like truly, like removing myself as a Barchi like fan, mm-hmm. and just t- taking taking like every single sex scene this show's ever had. This was hundred percent the hottest sex scene of the Super whole series. Super hot! Oh my god! Just gosh. because of, you know what you're saying too, like it was long and like they showed like a lot of they showed a lot mm-hmm. too. 
So, yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, like, I wonder if that had to do with the fact that they're adults now. So, like, it doesn't feel as, like, weird and awkward that, like, all of us as, a, as like, know. the viewers like, watching these kids have sex. But I never no. thought of it that way, to be honest. But um, it was I definitely, like, an extensive like, scene. Right. And I also think the tone of where they are right now in their relationship is that. It's just very, like, sexual and, like, they just want to, like, you know every second so i think that too is like they're like the writers are like playing on that to just be like like go hard in the pop off sis yeah um so as they're having sex in this car i did make a note that like couldn't they just go to the lounge there's like so many other places in school why are we hiding we're in our 20s and we can't go anywhere i'm like you have like so many places to go literally anywhere you can go anywhere else and you even Um, said you're like where were they and i was like they must have been in the car that she's when she's freaking working uh, on the shop i'm like don't you guys have your own car I was like, go else? to like Lookout Point. Isn't there like a Lookout Point or something? Go to Five Seasons. That place that like Midge and um, like Moose She's got shot FBI at. She's an agent. She has money. She can afford Five Seasons. <laughs> Fuck. I know. I thought about that too. Anyway, car scene, I was down for it. It was like a yeah, moment was, that yeah. we got. Plus, so it. It was okay. if you really want to look into it as a Barchi like fan, like it's that first moment where like in um, season two where they have like that little kiss. Mm. remember in the car on Cheryl's in front of Cheryl's house this is part two this is like the sequel yeah the Mm -hmm. the sex wall took it to the Uh, back yeah (laughs) took it to the back of the car um so as soon as uh well they're in the middle of it all and um they hear an alarm and they like run out of the car and they see that a trash can is on fire and these kids are kind of running away as they're trying to put it out um and I, I, I wrote down the note that, like, I think way back in the beginning, the first episode from the flash forward, it's Tony who says, nowadays, Riverdale always seems yeah. to be on fire. Yeah. And I'm like, it is true. It's <laughs> like, literally every, true. They're literally like, from the beginning of the episode the to the end. To the end fire. of the episode. Yeah. So nuts. So then it cuts to the next morning, and it's uh, Principal Weatherby, Tony and Archie, and they're talking about the fact that it was the Stonewall Press. Yeah. Like, they've kind of concluded that it's them. Who basically work for Hiram. Like they like Stonewall, he's a part of the board. Like he basically controls the entire town and and that school. And um Archie says, you know, like, is he the football coach, like of this fancy mm-hmm. football team? And uh Tony's like, actually it's somebody else, else that you know. And of course, we know who it is. It cuts to Archie visiting Reggie doing practice because he is the coach of the Stonewall Prep team, um, the football team. And Archie accuses him right off the top. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, what the hell, man? I'm like, I heard your thing. And uh, Reggie doesn't deny it. He's like, yeah, I heard you guys had some trouble. Like, unless you guys have some evidence. And as he's saying that sentence, like, Archie clocks him. and Clocks he- him. Basically says, he threatens him and he says, like, fuck you, dude. Like, I can't believe. He doesn't even say, like, I can't believe you. I wish Yeah, he's not even, a- like, shocked. Like, he's just yeah. more like, okay, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I do kind of wish that they had that moment in this time because I feel like it's the most appropriate time. It's the first time that they've really had, like, that standoff. Yeah. He could have literally been, like... What's wrong with you? Like, Why are what you happened with to Hiram? You? Yeah. Like, what's, like yeah, yeah. even if he even if he leaves it by saying like go fuck yourself, but like give your head a shake, dude. Like think about what you're yeah. doing and like what, like what you, what's you know. Anyway, so he punches him and he's like, "I'll see your ass on the football field," because now he wants to put. Like, you don't even have a team, bro. He's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass, bro." 
Um, so then it cuts to um, Jughead and he's going into his class and the kids are playing a joke on him and there's like a little tip jar. <laughs> it was so savage. It was really, I was like, wow. I was like, oh my God, that really hurt That's my feelings. so tight. Um, so he kind of like entertains it. He like takes a dollar, a couple dollars out of the jar and he's like, you guys are so funny. Like, <laughs> And then he just goes on to say like, did you guys read the book though? Like, are you guys even like a part of this class at all? And he says that there's a pop quiz. Like, Jughead's story when it comes to him being a teacher is, like, extremely boring. Like, I don't even know why we had half of that stuff. But anyway. So then it cuts to um, Veronica. And she is teaching. And she gets a little gu- 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 Ooh, guess. A little flower flower. Flowers and a gift. and a Very high on, like... <clears throat> Very Hiram. Actually, it's really funny. I feel like it was the same flowers that Hiram brought. Almost the exact same flowers, if you guys don't remember. And I think it was like the second season season when, yeah, yeah, when Hiram was first introduced, he comes to visit Miha and you see like in class and he kind of opens the door with flowers. Um, And I wrote down, what a weirdo. I mean, already I'm starting getting to get some like vibes from him. And then it cuts to Principal Weatherby and Archie talking and he wants to bring the bulldogs back. Yeah. Because this, I, I didn't realize, but the entire football team got completely disbanded. Like, they Every, don't even He's exist. like, we have no money. <clears throat> like, yeah, there's like, like no there's money. There's no to, money for anything. To fund them. And, uh, you know, Archie's like, you know, people can rally in front of this team. And, like, we can bring the team, like, the school back together or in, like, the town back together with this team of Bulldogs. I'm like, wow, the Bulldogs really have that kind of power? Okay. Um, but then, yeah, Principal Weatherby kind of reminds him, by the way, you know, just letting you know, like, there is no money, so whatever. And Archie says, like, I'll figure it out. So then it cuts to Archie kind of entering the lounge for the first time, and he sees Chad. He meets Chad for the very first time. Yeah. They shake hands. So everyone's, like, laughing. Like, you can hear everyone being like, ha, ha, ha. And then it's, like, Chad, and he's, like, making everyone laugh. I'm like, oh, damn. He's, Ooh. like, he's like winning over, like, Kevin and... I guess it was just Betty. Yeah, Kevin and Kevin Betty. Betty. And, and Archie's yeah. like, ugh, awkward. I mean, he kind of walked in as mature as he could be. I think he just kind of was like, hey, how's it totally. going? Totally. And, like, like Archie very, like, was very, like, this whole episode, every time I looked to him to, like, get a reaction to be, like, he was very, like, cool, very collected, yeah. very calm. He was almost, like, happy for her. He was, like, cool. Like, yeah. if she's in love, like, that's her husband, like, good for her, like, he was not, not giving, petty like, at all. Yeah, not that like creepy ex boyfriend vibes. Like I want to still smash my ex girlfriend, like even if she's married. Like, yeah, because they could have gone that way with him, his character too, because like they have his totally. I anyway. love the way that he reacted to like all of this. Yeah, so um, they shake hands and they mention the fact that they all want to go and you know let out some steam and go to karaoke at the White Worm after work. So Chad's like, "Yeah, sounds good. See you there." Um, then it cuts to Tony and Betty talking um, later on in the day, I guess. And Tony mentions that she's like, hey, I heard your sister's like done been missing. Like, what's going on? And Betty says, yeah, she's been missing. Do you have any information? And Tony says that, you know, some of the some of the boys, some of the serpents are uh, truckers, truckers now. So like yeah. Fang's a trucker. And he says that he's like kind of seen Polly in the, like this there. one area, yeah. this one waiting area. And, like, you know, they sell, like, drugs and, like, yeah, I know. I was going to say, I was, like, they never talk about the fact that, like, it's, like, prostitute. Like, they're probably, like, like, doing, she's doing the dirty, dirty too, I'm sure. 
Um, but like they never talk about it in the show, which is kind of funny. I'm like, you guys are just like, just go there at this point. You're selling drugs. You might as well go to the sex stuff. This is very so, sad. Um, yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Like she had this like crazy double life. And um, Tony mentions the fact that she might have an eggs, Ed's list instead of Craig's list. Like it's called Ed's list. Oh, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, an ad on on there, which is yeah. how they find how they find these girls. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Cheryl painting at uh, Thorn Thorncliffe Thornhill. A construction worker comes in, and uh, he's like, "Yo, like he's like, yo, I'm these- tired. I've been working like, on I'm the tired. same wall for the last five months." <laughs> She's like, "If I keep I, uh, paying you, so like this whole co- I know she explained it yeah. last week. I get it. She explained that story, but like the whole concept of like." Having to permanently have construction going on in your house so that you don't yeah. deal with your issues is just so like it could have like, been anything else. It could have just been like I can't have the house like quiet or like empty. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's like construction. She's literally like making these construction workers like smash and build a wall yeah. and smash and build yeah. a wall. It feels like so. I'm just like, what the hell is this woman doing? So she says, keep keep working. She like dismisses him. And she mentions to Nana Rose, who's, like, just been sitting in this chair, like, basically the entire time. Um, and she says, it's time for Operation Goldfinch because we uh, are have run out of money since yeah. I've donated all this money yeah. to the school. And I'm like, you're running out of money because you're building, you're doing construction exactly. on your house. So That's, you're spending yeah, money yeah. on remodeling your house. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? That's not even an important thing to, to, like, have to get money for. Yeah. Anyway, so she says it's time for Operation Goldfinch. Um, you know the book Goldfinch. Yeah. Is this a reference to that? Yeah, at all? I guess because the Goldfinch is a painting, so I'm assuming oh, okay. that like she's she's like drawing up the fake version of the Goldfinch. Okay, is what I'm it, assuming. Or like she like it's just like it has to do with like that art world or whatever. Yeah. Um. So so Cheryl oh, says no because maybe there's like a swap out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. what I, I assume think, she was doing anyways. She was swapping right. out like the artwork. Like it's that's yeah, yeah. that's what's happening, yeah. I think, in this storyline. So she says to call the appraiser um to Nana Rose, and that's when the scene that's where the scene ends. Then it cuts to Betty and Kevin at home, and turns out that Polly doesn't have a laptop, but she sometimes uses the twins' as laptop. I don't know why they had to explain that. It was so <laughs> exposition. I was like, okay, guys, like let her have a laptop. I don't care. Well, like <laughs> Who cares? Because like she's logged but, into her account anyways on the laptop. But then at the same time, I bet you anything they wrote it for like people like us who would be like, oh, so she's on drugs and she has to be on the street, but like she can't, she can afford a laptop. Well, like, like it was a like dinky, it was like a dinky looking like laptop. Yeah, I wouldn't have questioned like, like, it, guys. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. So they made this like very specific detail that she didn't have a laptop and they used the twins laptop. And I was like, geez, Polly, you were, like, hooking up with guys using your That's what I'm saying. It's even worse. It's like you got – so you afforded your kids a laptop, but now you're using your laptop to, like, hook up with guys. Hook up with guys on Ed's list or Craig's list or whatever. I was like, what the hell is happening? So, yeah, Polly's using this laptop. Um, Can't believe that she's, like, being so skeezy and using it. So – she they find like the Ed's list um ad and she see it's she sees that um her name's like Patty or something on it. Yeah. Um and she the last person that she talked to was someone named Trucker Boy69. Wonder what um, he wants. And uh, so Kevin's like, yeah, just message him. 
Uh, before we continue, actually, the one thing that I wanted to ask you is, what do you think of Kevin and Betty being the loved like, new, it? I new, loved like, it. Insti- instigation. It just like brought me duo. back to like what the old seasons were, and like it was always Kevin and Betty like working together yeah. to like solve something. So like I I thought it was super cute. It was nice to see like a different dynamic because like now it's not like Jughead, it's on Bughead like doing yeah, the mystery, right? Like true. it's them. Um, so then it cuts to the White Worm, and Tabitha and Jughead are talking. And she's like, I have a story for you to follow. Um, you got to ask this guy, like, who lives in the middle of the woods about the Mothman. And he's like, the Mothman. Um, and they had a really cute moment really quickly, like, with yeah. Tabitha and Jughead, like, just playing darts and, like, hanging out at the White Yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. Um, I just, like, I, I really like them together. I think Me that too. she brings a great... I don't know if I like them together as much as I like her so much that, like, she could probably go with anybody at this oh, point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but she, you can tell that she kind of has, like, a little crush on Jughead. Like, she... There's moments where, like, you see the camera kind of close in on her and she's just like... Mm-hmm. Like, especially towards the end of the episode, which we'll talk about. Um, so then it cuts to Veronica. And she goes up to start singing. And it's like... The shallows. This is shallows. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> First of all, great song choice. Did not yes. think that was gonna be the song because, like, how they pay for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was so good, and I even she did like a great job. I even yeah. like posted a tweet. I was like, like Veronica's one performance at the White Worm versus all her other performances at <laughs> La Bonne Nuit. I was like, she outdid herself. Like, it was such a good performance. She killed yeah. it. Like, yeah, absolutely killed it. And then as she's singing, Mr. Chadwick, the camera, like, cuts to him and he has, like, a, like, he has a wireless mic. Where did he get the wireless it. mic from? <laughs> He's, like, yeah. singing. It was amazing. I truly, like, yeah. I have to say, like, in this moment, and especially just, like, seeing, like, Veronica and him together on stage and, like, the way he was, like, holding her and then, like, they kiss at the end. Like, mm-hmm. I f- totally bought it. Like, I fell in love with him. I was like, oh, my God. Like, okay. I'm into him. So cute. I mean, I started laughing as soon as he stood up with that microphone because I was like, I this guy it. came out of literally nowhere when he's like, tell me something. I was like, whoa. It was totally um, random. But like, A, if that was his voice, like he has a pretty decent voice. Yeah. yeah and I think it just gave them another, like another way to see their chemistry. And I right. lo- and I was digging it. Like I I did enjoy seeing them like that like that together. Yeah, because at the same time, at the end of the day, like we see this character and we're like, where what are his dimensions? Because we don't we don't want to just see him as this like Wall Street like douchebag. He's he's he can sing at least. You know, like he's, there's obviously he, some similarities as to why they got married. Like she didn't just like yeah, randomly make yeah. this choice. Like there is yeah. there are some commonalities there. Um, so yeah, she was excited. I personally, I don't know, maybe it's just me and like the way that I'm kind of looking at the relationship right now, but I didn't see a lot of chemistry between the two of them personally, like as a husband and wife, like I don't, I didn't see her like light up her, like her eyes light up and be like, I'm so excited, but I also could be reading into it so hard because I saw, I felt it. I saw it. Like they were so freaking cute. Like Mm -hmm. he like pulls her in. Like I didn't think he was going to be that warm. Like I truly thought he was like this like cold wall street, like boring guy. Yeah. And so to see him in that moment to like be so warm and like the way he looks at her, like he is truly like in love with her. Like he does love her. But the way he shows his love is going to be the really way fucked he up. loves her for is sure. the problem. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
And going back to what we were talking about with Archie, um, he's kind of sitting there and like just nodding his head and like he was really like, so cool happy with for everything. her. He was like, yeah. "Good for you, girl! Like you're singing right now. Like good job." He was, yeah, he was very much like, "Yeah, like go hang out with your husband. Like I'm so happy for you. Like I'm just vibing with the music." He even has a moment where he looks over to Betty. Oh, I didn't notice like, that. Yeah, he kind of like as they're clapping, like there's a shot where like she kind of. He kind of like looks behind her and he was like, because yeah. even Betty so. was like, oh, girl, you go. Like she was yeah. happy for her friend. It was nice. And then it cut to like Tabitha and Tabitha's like, yeah, like who's this girl? She's like, like she's sick. And then yeah. Jughead's like, whatever. Like Jughead's just like Debbie Downer. Like he's, he's such just a Debbie not, Downer. Honestly, he's very Debbie Downer right now. Yeah, I'm not. Vi- I'm not vibing with him very much. So then <laughs> it <laughs> then it cuts to the next morning and Veronica and Chadwick are waking up in bed. It's funny that I thought this was going to be like Betty or Betty and Archie, but like. Mm. We got another kind of like post sex scene, yeah. um, post post coitus um, scene with um, with Veronica and Chadwick waking up, and she's like, "Good morning, lover." And um, I wrote down, and this is maybe a question for yeah, our yeah, I, audience. <laughs> I wonder how people feel about Veronica with Chad. Totally. And like, does Varchi hate them as much as they hate Barchi? Because at the end of the day, everybody comes for Barchi. Everybody comes for Betty. Everybody comes for the fact that like they're together. But like, do they have the same hatred toward Veronica and Chadwick together? Like, or do they have this like, oh, disgusting. I hate them. Like, Varchi should be forever. I think like, I honestly and I don't want to sound like. Oh, like you have to be like older, but like I honestly think to understand the relationship of Veronica and Chad, you have to like, like be it's in a different. relationship. It's, <laughs> no, not even that. Just like you, like you get it. You know, yeah. as you grow older, like your priorities change. What you want in a husband mm-hmm. is different than what you wanted as a boyfriend when you were fifteen years True. old. Yep. Yep. So, like I, in that mentality, like you can understand as to why she sees Chad as like. She did choose him as her husband. Like, ultimately, like, they were, they are married, you know. And again, in that moment, she says, she's like, we haven't slept this good in, like, forever or, like, before the accident like, or, like, ha- whatever the, the implication yeah, yeah. is. Like, yeah. So when you look at it in that way, like, you totally get it. It's a different type of a relationship. But I think when the Varchi shippers, like, see it, some of them, I'm sure they're like, eh, this is not even going to last. Like, this guy's a jackass. Like, and he yeah. is. But, like, I also think there's other layers to him clearly Veronica didn't marry him for some reason. So for some reason. Yeah, exactly. And you have to kind of like support what she decided to do with her life too. Yeah. Just like see where where it all goes. Like obviously like that's the thing. The thing that uh, is frustrating with the, the fandoms is, um, you know, there's like no patience for these stories to kind of, take like you know run yeah. their course they want everything She's like now right now like yeah. she is married now like he like you know her and archie are not together he yeah. can have sex with whoever he wants he wants to have sex yeah. with betty like you guys should be okay with what's happening now because yes eventually likely those things will happen but right now that is not the case so stop yeah. harping on it stop protesting the show because you don't want to see it like it is the experience of your character so you can't ignore that they exist Anyways, I'm just like I can't with my fucking like PSAs on these damn sh- yeah. Toxic and and ships. really quickly, like I have to say, like I was waiting to cringe when seeing them on screen together. I was like sure. wanting to be like, uh, but they actually yeah. kind of look cute together. Like they have their moments. Yeah, so, like, I'm they not hating moments, on it just I yet. Say. I know later on, like I do hate on him, but like in this moment, I was like totally fine with it. Yeah. Um, so she, so he decides that maybe he wants to stay in town for a little bit longer. Like he, he was planning to only stay for a little bit. So now he wants to stay for a little bit longer. 
Um, and then it cuts to school and Archie is now like recruiting people for the Bulldogs. He goes straight to the ROTC and he's like, you guys are all going to get credits if you part of the football team. <laughs> so like that happens right off the top. Then um, he asks a, uh, like Veronica's econ class, a few people like kind of raise their hands and Chad is in the back corner, like with a newspaper and he's, he looks pretty cheese. Like at this point, that's when you start to see like the bad side of Ch- Chad, like right away. He's like, he obviously doesn't like Archie, yeah. clearly. There's, um, yeah, there's a huge insecurity there, for there's sure. There's some tension there, for sure. Um, and, I mean, rightly so. Like, that's your ex-boyfriend. Like, that's the ex-boyfriend of your wife. So, it makes sense. Um, then it cuts to him recruiting in Betty's class, and somebody raises their hand, and it's, uh, he's like, sweet, like, you're, you're, you're in if you want to. And she, like, takes off her mask and it's a girl. I mean, I said she. So she, she takes yeah, off her Yeah, I, I knew that was going to happen too. As like it shows that person. I'm like, oh, it must be a girl. Yeah. And then it got closer. And she's like, it's me, Britta. And cute. she's like, she's excited to join the team. Um, and then it cuts to, it was really cute because all the music is like, dun, 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 and then it gets to Tony and they literally, they do like a record scratch. She's like, yeah, Girl. she's like, you <laughs> so have no funding. Um, you have no funding. And Archie asks her, like, can you ask Cheryl? And Tony basically says, like, I already used my one favor. Like you yeah. can go ask her if you really want to, like, that's on you. So it does cut to Cheryl. In Thorncliffe, still painting this damn painting. And this is the scene that we got before the show, like before the show, but now with context, I was like, oh shit. Um, so basically, Archie goes in, asks her for money. She's like, I was sorry, like, boo boo. Archie, Archie, don't go there. I'm yeah, like, don't so, go there. So she basically says, like, I can't give any more money. Like, I gave as much as I can. And then he goes, he stuttered, eh? Like, he, he, did, he didn't want to ask it. Like, you could see it he, in his face. He was like, He's like, wow. Yeah. And then he's so then like, okay, he, I got to say it like that. Yeah. So he said that, I mean, he's desperate, right, at this point. So I mean, if you, in my opinion, him getting money for the football team makes more sense than Tony getting money just for the, for like the school. The whole school. Because Jason was the football team, like quarter, like yeah. captain. So like it does I mean, kind of have a connection. This is just more money. And she's saying that she don't no, got yeah. the money. She don't yeah, got yeah. the money. It's too late I mean? at this like, point. But like. You can't push that shit. And so he ends up saying like, think about, you know, like, I just figured that because Jason was a bulldog and she just, like, snaps right yeah. in. We get our we get our sassy, fiery red Cheryl, like, coming through finally. And she's like, how dare you bring up my dead brother? Yeah. And, like, you're such a... He, she calls him, like, a red raven or something like that. Like some She's red like, devil how dare or, you play that red thing card like which is like her brother i guess like yeah exactly and she dismisses him she's like never come back here ever again like get the fuck out of here and i and she kind of cries she has like a little moment and i think madeline page does this so well where she has (laughs) like that single tear tear. and she doesn't even look like she is crying she just has this like one tear so then she like wipes it away and then she asks um nana when the appraiser is coming and nana's like the next day she's coming tomorrow from (laughs) greendale (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, so 
She's going to fly over on a broomstick. Uh, so um, it cuts to Betty and Kevin, and they uh, decide that they're going to go see where Trucker Boy is. Truck so she, stop. They're like, he messaged Meet us. Me Let's like, do this. Um, so then while that's happening, it cuts to Jughead visiting his lead, this person that Tabitha told him about. Random. Um, uh, and it's like in the middle of the woods, um, he sees this metal statue with red eye, red glowing eyes. Um, and he sees the guy, the guy's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm looking for more answers about the Mothman. And so he basically explains. So this is this is the explanation of all explanations. It was so wait. Can I say because I actually wrote it out. Yes, write and, it out. Yeah, tell and me. guys, it was so confusing. Like I think I like looked away for a second, and then I looked back, and he was like, and then that guy, that guy, and then that guy. I'm like, is this supposed to be like a a puzzle? Like I don't understand what I'm trying to like understand right now. So this is this is how he explains this whole thing to Jughead. He's like, one night we went to bed. And then the next morning when we woke up, one of the guys, Ramos, was missing. Okay? Are you guys following? Ramos. You, you there? Okay. Yeah. We worked the whole day, but Ramos never showed. Until the next morning when Ramos was back, but Raymond was missing. Ramos told us that some Mothman had taken him up in their ship, and now they had Raymond. And then the next morning, Raymond was back. But Arnold was missing. And sure enough, Raymond said the mother had taken him up in their ship. At this point, I'm like, what? I'm like trying to write, try my note. Oh, I had to go back. But I'm like, what is going on? Like, who's Raymond? Where's Ramos? Which one? Ramos is back? Arnold? Like, what are these names? Ramos, like, Raymond. Why Arnold. are we, why is it like a, like a puzzle? Like, why can't you just yeah. say like, those three guys disappeared and then they came back? Like, that yeah, would have been yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> I would I feel have gotten like, it. So just a bit of context, the Mothman Prophecies is a real, like, it's a real phenomenon that happened in history. Like, the, these people, I think it's in West Virginia, like a small town in uh, the States where West these Virginia. people claim that they were, uh, you know, visited or abducted by someone that had the shadow of, like, a Mothman. So they called it the Mothman Prophecies. There was a movie that came out with it, too. There was, like, all this stuff wow. that came out with it. Yeah. Um, Did and, it have Ramos in it and uh, Raymond? <laughs> maybe. Maybe they're all <laughs> characters in the story. Who knows? Um, so, At yeah, this point, so, who is missing? <laughs> I can't yeah. go back and solve it. Okay, it's like those math puzzles when you were in high school. <laughs> it's like if part Which A one? is gone and then that yeah. person stole 11 bananas <laughs> and you took two t- on, on clearance, what happened now? <laughs> How much money do you have in your head? Uh, if Ramos was stolen on Monday, who was stolen on Wednesday? And who was back from the abduction on Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> like, and then literally... who told us that that was actually a lit experience? <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> All like, of it the was, above. I feel like I don't understand why they wrote it like that. Yeah, it was so I odd. I mean, I think they were just trying to build that like story, but like already I'm no, totally I was detached from 100% it. Hundred percent lost. <laughs> you're talking to yes. me about a Mothman. Yeah. You're talking about like in Riverdale, and I know that weird shit happens in Riverdale all the time. But this is the first time that they've really covered like aliens, supernatural, and like supernatural. even Jughead says, I think he asked like aliens, like yeah, witches. He's like, I've been- 
Yeah, he's uh, like, moths? I've been in Riverdale this whole time. Like, what? what is And the going guy's on like, here? I don't know. It could be anything. Like, even the guys yeah. didn't know. Like, the writers didn't want to, like, just, you know, like, say yeah. one. So they were like, I don't know. It could be uh, he's whatever like, aliens, happens. Angels, <laughs> Mothman, bats. Yeah. Like, you know, a dream sequence. Like, who knows? Like, it could be Are you anything. intrigued by this at all? I'm minorly intrigued, like this much intrigued, only because like, I don't know if this is just one of those things that are going to be like fizzle because like it came from Tabitha. Like it wasn't something that fell into their laps. It's something that was Tabitha was like, oh, yeah, you should talk to this guy. Like he's such a weirdo. Like he likes he has this Mothman prophecy. So like, yeah, for me and also to that point, like how like, you know, even Jughead tells you, he's like, I've been riveted all my life. Like, how did I never hear about that? That was my question. How did I not even know? Like he's literally someone who like looks and investigates the, the weird and macabre yeah. like he's literally he and wrote are you telling shit. me the entire time you guys were talking about the gargoyle king like this guy never came up like the yeah. discussion of like this element in riverdale never came yeah. up and also the fact that the guy was very like open to like give the information like usually right. like these people that live in the forest like on their own they're more like don't come here like i'm not gonna tell you anything like yes. you don't you know but the guy was come sit down i'll tell you about raymond and you arnold this. and everyone like he just wanted to like tell them tell jughead everything I was like, okay, whatever. To me, yeah. to me, I am intrigued, but I'm also very, very scared that this is going to become like a Gargoyle King storyline because yeah. because it's like branching away from like Betty and the murder guy, like the trash bag, totally. and then now it's this thing. Trash, so I just yeah. feel like they're veering us off how they usually do, and then yeah. in the end, it doesn't end up making sense. So that's what I'm scared of. I yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> the one thing that I did write a, write down right away could because he mentions angels at one point when he's like trying to like figure out what what Mothman is. Um, and I wrote down like, do you think this is a chaos connection? Is this a chilling adventures of Sabrina connection? I mean, a lot of people were asking the same thing last night on Twitter. I mean, I don't think it's going to be just because chaos got like, canceled. Why? Like, how are they gonna like? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they could shoot. Like Riverdale, or they bring another character in. You know, like maybe. it's not Sabrina. It's like I mean, maybe it's Agatha. Someone else. I mean, Agatha is someone else now in this world. But like, how do you maybe, know? Maybe she's pretending to be Miss Marble. She, she, maybe she is. Good point. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it could be that. It's too. probably like, not. Who knows? But yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd be down for that because I think that it's one of the things that had been mentioned at the very beginning when Chaos did come out. Yeah. They were like, there's never going to really be a crossover because yeah. like, R- Riverdale's too real. Like, if anything, people from Riverdale would go to to Greendale, but not the other way around. So, Oh, I'll ask you know. this. Uh, there's a part where he mentions like he's like this all happened in a in a cave in a, in cave, a town yeah. off the Lonely Highway, and I was like, is that the cave that like? Is in chaos? The, the, the devil came out of... Yeah, yeah. That's why. Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't... Like, you don't think he He should have just green. said it's in Greendale. Like, why was he so, like, ominous? He was like, oh, I mean, I think, cave. I think that he said... He didn't say Greendale because of the fact that if it, if they if they mentioned Greendale, we'd all be like, oh my God, true. it is okay, yeah, Sabrina yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, right yeah. now, we don't know for sure what's going yeah. on. Anyway, I don't know how you guys feel about the storyline. Let us know in the comments below. Like, I'm still on the fence yeah, with it right now. Yeah, you for it. Um, so then it cuts back to Betty and Kevin doing this, their stakeout and she sees the truck roll up. She knows who exactly who it is. And she rolls up like right away with her FBI jacket. She doesn't even give no shits. She like jumps into the car <laughs> with this guy and she's like, you're under arrest. She arrests him and then she inter- interrogates him. And essentially he tells a story that, you know, like Patty, who is Polly, um, you know, they they got together. They did like she. They did their little drug trade, and then um, at some point they were 
he said like, oh, let's like go for a little bit of a drive because she was feeling like uneasy or something. Like something was wrong yeah. with her. So then she decided, he like asked her like, oh, you want to go for a drive? This all sounded fake, by the way. This all sounds like an ab- abdu- the beginning of an abduction story. So I mean, I, I believed him. I feel like he was saying the truth. I mean, I don't know why. Anyway, he, he, he continues on to the story basically saying, I'm not re- like, I don't know. I feel like whenever we see a suspect when it comes to these kinds of things, I'm just like, you're not pinned until, yeah. until like we're out of this, the, the woods with it literally and phys- figuratively too um so apparently at some point in time Polly freaks out and then she jumps out of the truck and then she started running which is maybe which the is the shot that we, that we saw yeah yeah exactly well we don't know for sure if that is the scene like she was running away from him or she was just running and then like another truck like came by and true her up. because yeah, yeah. we do know that there is like a skeleton in front like that was the same truck that picked up our girl in the first episode back like what was her name again um sweetie girl, or yeah yeah the the one that went missing as well there was a like a like a fake skeleton at the front of the truck oh. and that was the same one that we saw in that shot with Polly like there oh. was a skeleton but it wasn't on his truck so like anyway it's a little things that you notice yeah <laughs> a little skeleton on the truck shows that it wasn't him um and uh, once she gets this lead, she gets home. She talks to Alice and she basically says, like, Mom, we're going to have to do some investigating. Um, You're going to have to sit down because I think I, I love how, like, calm Alice is. She's, like, strolling through the house with a glass of she's wine. Like, yeah. She's like, this is just Polly behavior. Yeah. <laughs> but she's also like, this is just my life. At this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. my shit is my shit. And, like, everybody in my life basically dies or something. So I feel so bad for Alice. We'll too. get to that in a second. Um, so then it cuts back to Archie with his team. And this part was really funny because he's just like, so I probably should have like yeah. done found, founding <laughs> before I got the team together. He's so stupid. He's like, I need the team members now. Yeah. Um, so he's like, yeah, so I put the team together, but like I literally have like zero dollars. And Britta's even like, what the fuck? Like she's yeah. like, the, team, the school doesn't have any money for a team, but you put it together. Um, so anyway, they're talking and then um, he hears a noise. They all hear a noise in the hallways. It's Everybody's like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a slow-mo shot. Loved it. But we have the Vixens The music was so good, too. Yes. Um, and uh, Tony is leading it. Yeah. And she has a brand new shirt. And it says HBSC. HBSC. And, and like a new team. Like a new so uh, cute. Vixens team. And uh, she kind of stops in front of Archie. And Archie's like, what the hell? Like, you like, just you have money? had no money. Yeah. What the hell? And she was like, I, like, done had this money rest, rested and saved on the side for, like, this year yeah. from last year. Yeah. So, like, sorry, boo-boo. Like, you can't get it. But I got my money. Yeah. And we're going to actually go and start competing and he because he was like other sports teams he's like why would the vixens be a thing they have no sports team to like cheer for cheer for she's yeah, like yeah. oh hell no she's like, she's like we don't bitch. need a team to cheer for we are the team we are the team have <gasps> you like, ever yes. watched bring it on have you watched, <laughs> ever watched bring it on again have you ever watched bring it on three like there was on, a trilogy <laughs> there's one with rihanna in it yeah like i love that moment me. and i just loved that she had this moment yeah, Once again, same. she's bringing everyone together. Like <laughs> she's it's, killing it. She's, she's freaking doing everything. Carrying this show right she's now. Fucking doing like, everything. And right she was now. carrying the baby in that shirt. And she's carrying the baby. Yeah. So she and she said she was like, "I'm bringing them to competition." Something that Cheryl was actually she's like Cheryl never, never even, even did. I was, I was like, like, "Oh, <laughs> girl." Wait till she hears you see that. The drama. Um. So then it cuts to um, what am I saying? Where am I? Where am I? Um, so 
Yeah, so then Britta goes, like, isn't there anyone else that can sponsor the Bulldogs? As she says it, like, Archie, uh, like, from the other side of the hallway, sees uh, Veronica kind of walking She's like, where are my like, glasses? Where are my glasses? <laughs> She's like, Calculation. Well, my glasses are, are they on my face? <laughs> yeah, okay. So she, he's like, he's obviously like, okay, I'm going to go and see He's got to hit her up. Um, and I wrote down, LOL, Miss Bell. <laughs> fucking the shot. There's a shot of Miss Bell picking up the phone and being like, I know that you like wanted me to check in when everything anything was happening, and but I think that you should hear about this. And then it cuts to her talking to Cheryl, and Cheryl is like getting this information so about I guess crazy. Tony. It was so weird and so crazy, but we'll get to fucking Miss Bell because she has another moment this yeah. episode, which I was like, what the she hell? She is literally late lady whistledown from Bridgerton. Like she's, she's the like gossip triple. queen, low-key. <laughs> she's gossip girl. Uh, so then it cuts to Thornhill, and Miss Marble is now introduced as a character. She's checking out this uh, painting, and Miss Marble is none other than the actress who played Agatha in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, if you guys have watched that, um, she's a fantastic actress. I really liked her in that show. And yeah, I'm happy to see her in Riverdale. So she's a curator. She's curating this art piece. So this is the piece that was painted of Jason by an artist but like i don't know if this artist is dead or like maybe he's super famous like maybe he's like a banksy or whatever and now they want to sell it on auction um and she says that she can get up to a quarter of a million dollars for it so um she basically says like cool i'll come pick it up tomorrow because cheryl basically says like oh i just i can't part with it right now can you please just you know, like, let me have an, another moment yeah. with it, another day with it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come pick it up later. And if there's anything else you ever want to sell, like, throw it my way. So she leaves. Of course, we're not, that's not the last we're going to see of Miss Marble. Um, and then um, this is when Nana, like, talks about the basic con scheme. I was like, holy shit. Like, Nana yeah. is literally, like, the she, kingpin she's of running art it. conning. Yeah. yeah. She's like, sounds good. Now you can switch the old one with the fake one. And now she, you'll get all the money. And I was like, what the fuck? And um, <laughs> as she's explaining, <laughs> like, Nat is literally the one who's, she's like, amazing. bringing income into the family. Yeah. She's, like, 105 years old. <laughs> I was like, wow, what a boss. I want to be that smart when I'm 105 years old. Um so as she's talking to her, she's like, what's wrong, child? And again, Cheryl has her like One single tear, tear <laughs> coming down her face. And she's like, I just heard something depre- distressing at school that happened. And I was like, did you actually, are you crying about the Bulldogs? I thought you were crying about the fact that you're letting go of your like your your brother's painting. Yeah. Or, like, you have to sell it. But she's like all over the place. Obviously that's not the case. Um, so then it cuts to Betty and Alice um, on the side of the road. And they're like looking for her stuff. And um, Alice finds like she she finds like the clothes on the floor because this is the the area that uh, the truck uh, trucker boy sixty nine fucking told her to check out. So she finds all the, her clothes, but they can't find her cell phone. They only find like all of her other shit. Um, and that's when Alice starts to like freak the fuck out. Then it cuts to Pop Steiner and Jughead and Archie are talking about like funding. He's like, oh man, like, you know, it's really hard for me to like find money. And Jughead said that he's going to ask Tabitha to see if she can like fund maybe some yeah. of some of it through Pops. And then Archie says like, you know, I was actually thinking of asking Veronica, but like, you know, like she's my ex-girlfriend. Like, yeah. is that weird? Like, what do you think? 
And Jughead's like, lean into the weird. Like, it's totally fine. Like, we're all adults now. And I was like, yeah. I, I don't know why you, why you would think that that was weird. I mean, they haven't had a proper conversation, obviously. Yeah. But, like, you guys literally are all teachers. Plus, like, like she, she has so much money. So, like, why not? Like, that's my, the easiest you might as well. thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I guess also because Chad came into the picture at this point, like, it was even more awkward for him to, like, present that idea to her. I mean, he could have said that. He could have said, like, but now her husband's here. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, like, say it. Say that part, right? But, yeah. True. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so then it cuts to Veronica and Chad and... Um, she shows him this new po- random pawn shop jewelry, whatever the fuck it is. And She's like, this is where I'm going to be. The She-Wolf of Wall Street, a diamond <laughs> dealer, a sports agent, and anything else you want me to be in this. Anything other than pawn shop dealer, a Glamour J egg store, like whatever you want it to be. Um, and he's like, this is nice, but like, it doesn't say New York. Like, does this mean that you're going to like stay away from New York? And... Um, he like there was some conversation basically around like you know we can try to make both work for us yeah. we can do new york we can do a little bit of riverdale um but then he says like maybe we should rent out the pembroke because like can we stay somewhere else he's like mm-hmm. that place is so like 2001 like when this show started whatever yeah let's say fucked up the timelines <laughs> yeah honestly. Um, so she's like yeah yeah we definitely need to rent out um, then it cuts to Betty and Alice talking at home and uh, Betty basically says like, yeah, we can try to find a way to trace her phone. Like that's probably the only thing that we can do at this point. Alice is literally in shambles. I wrote down poor Alice. She's literally been through yeah, enough like, on this show. It's just too much. Why? Like she's going to go back so... to the thing after this again. Like she is like, she's literally, she would be the most, like I would be fucking in a really bad state. If I was Alice right now, like she lost her Fake son, her real son, her uh, husband, who was a murderer. Um, Like, what else went wrong in her life? She followed a cult and almost died. Like, there were so many things that she's had. Now her oldest daughter is probably dead, potentially. Like, it's just too much. Too much for poor Alice. I felt so fucking bad for her. So then it cuts to the Pembroke. And Chad and Veronica are organizing the schedule. She's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I can come to, you know, New York like these days. You can come to New York these days. Like, we can, like, make it work, whatever. And then uh, he goes on to say another option that your father actually suggested. Mm, and error, error. Perka, error, error. Nope. Um, he <laughs> says he can move move back to Riverdale to help with the Sodale project, like, full time. Yeah. And she kind of is like, what the fuck? Like, she's like, you're not even in real estate. My... You're in finance. Yeah. And she's like, secondly. <laughs> only I could do see... four career, careers in my life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not you. You can only do the one. Money do... <laughs> and stocks. Okay. Um, and he, she also says like on the side, like, but you on the Loki, have you been like secretly talking to my dad? Like, yeah. So Why did I you think down, this was going to be okay? <laughs> I know. Like he just what dropped this idiot. bomb on her. And then I wrote down like, please tell me that Hiram did not hire hire Chadwick to like fall in love <gasps> and spy on his, his like screw his daughter. And like, no, like, but I bet Hiram crashed that helicopter. The tea. Yeah. He would never do that to his daughter. Come Maybe because he so knew that rude. he was going to die. Like the guy, he wanted to kill the guy. Oh, Maybe like he didn't know guy? Veronica was going to be in the helicopter. Maybe. And she said that she was going to come later. And then she went and then he blew it up. 
Who knows? I feel like the writers maybe should stay away from that helicopter crash scene storyline. Yeah, sure. like I think it's probably not a good idea. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I I was kind of obviously all of our ears kind of perked up. Like, why is Hiram and Chad? Where is that connection? Was it in the past? Is it something that we're going to see later on? To your point, like, are we going to see it in a flashback? Like, you have to know how to, to read see. the room, okay, Chadwick? Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. did not read the room here. You freaking went and it, like talked about her dad twice, twice <laughs> when she yeah. hasn't. She hates her dad. It's like, why are you she even saying that? Like, what makes you think she's going to be like, yeah, okay, sure. The fuck is wrong with you, bruh? Um, so in this awkward moment, this is when Archie makes it even more awkward. And he knocks on the door. She answers the door. And he's like, oh, hey, like, is this a good time to come <laughs> and say hi? Um, and so he walks in and he basically says, like, you know, the Bulldogs need money. And Veronica's like, yeah, I'm totally happy to help. Like, as a former vixen, I always said that I would do anything for my blue and gold boys and blue and gold, the, the Bulldogs. So he's like, awesome, cool. I'll pay you back as soon as I can. And then Chadwick is like, you mean pay us back? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I that was to really, this scene like took a really bad turn really quickly yeah, too. Cause like real quick. he was just like, okay, thanks. Like, cool. Thanks for your donation. And yeah. then this guy brings up the fact that he's a veteran. He's like, wait a minute. He's like, you're a veteran. Ugh. He's like, you like you work for everything that you get in life, right? He's like, you don't yeah. want to hand out. He's like, you're going to work for this. I was like, oh, my God. Like I was uh, like, like, no, 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 no. And then Archie's no, no, like, no, yeah, no, no. that's true. He's like, I am like that. Like, I don't yeah. want to hand out. He's like, we need a, re- a construction company to like redo our freaking like apart. I'm like, oh, God, where is this? Yeah. Gonna so go? he's going to call. He's going to call like Fred's like company. I can already see, see it. Like one day like archie's like shirtless and like redoing like the the, the wainscoting and then like veronica's gonna come home yeah, and she's like, Whoa, veronica's gonna like, like you look hot and then they're gonna she's fuck. like he's like his dick is like in level with her i face can already that see point. that scene happening yeah. yeah she's gonna be like oh my god um <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah i don't know man like i feel like you already yeah. see the scenes happening as the, as these things are happening I did write down because I was really, really pissed off for Archie in this moment. I was like, it literally is Fred, Hermione, and Hiram part oh, 100%, two. Oh, hundred percent. Seeing that triangle, I was like, oh my god. Chad, so Chad just took a really bad turn. Like he was yeah. for me. Like honestly, like I was really warming up to him to be like, okay, he's a little. He might be a little like cray cray, but like I'm okay with it because like he can yeah. sing with her. But I'm okay with it. This one was like very like fucking evil. Like the fact that he was yeah. like you're a veteran, so oh, so you you want to work for like he just took it to a whole nother level. Level. Some and then next level the scene shit, that yeah. happens right after, like when Archie leaves, I love that whole scene because I love that she called yeah. him out. He, she like, calls him out right away. She with you, like she doesn't like wait waste any yeah. time, which I really appreciate because at the same time you keep asking yourself the question, like she would never do this to herself. Yeah, like, she would yeah, never. Yeah. She would never commit to a man who treats her this way or treats her friends this way or whatever. So for me, I was like, what is his pull? And so anyway. um He's like awesome sauce, which was like so Ugh, fucking annoying yeah. to hear. And then as soon as he leaves, um, it uh, Veronica's like, "What the hell was that?" Yeah. He's my friend. Like you didn't have to be such a yeah. dick about like this this shit. And like Chad pops off on her, and he's like, "I do everything for you. I came to your town. I sang karaoke. We sang the shallows. Like what the She's fuck like, is wrong with you?" Oh, okay. She's like, Okay, I didn't bitch. realize that was all a chore for you. Yeah, I didn't realize how hard like, no, it was. No, no, and that's the thing. That. Like, he's still like, he is still like. There's some 
someone in there and he was like look he's like i'm not that's not what i meant he's like no he's like i'm doing everything because i love you whatever whatever and Mm -hmm. then he's like what's for dinner so i'm like okay everything's going for me i'm like okay everything's going good now okay okay he's like what's for dinner i'm like oh shit boy Uh and then she's like pops and and i knew he was gonna say it i knew it i'm like he's gonna be like it's too like fattening and he's, he's like, like i'm not oh. down for he's that like, gross oily shit he's like i can't do like, that again she's like <laughs> we're like we're take some tums and deal with it <laughs> yeah or like how dare you it was come bad for pops. and then he says you came for pops you came for pops you came for the onion rings you could have just went and had a shake first of all <laughs> second of all he not only says that he's not going to go to pops he's like your dad recommended a really good italian restaurant yeah. like five minutes ago you just realized how angry she, she already was done for- said like she did not want to like have that conversation yeah. about the fucking pops and then like, you mentioned her dad again like just see that you heard about the restaurant like why do you have to mention hire <laughs> yeah so he's an awkward. idiot like right right then yeah. i'm like you're done like you're stupid um anyway but, so that's the scene but, but really yeah, like ahead. really interesting um like there was a really interesting moment with her because she was like something as simple as like pops or italian restaurant yeah, was yeah, like yeah. this existential like question in her mind Crisis and she was like her, holy yeah. shit i'm not that girl that's gonna go to mia like, like, I? I am the girl that wants to go to pops yeah. and i love that it was like subtle but like it was you could tell she was like oh but i want to like, do i'm glitching out <laughs> she's like i really want <laughs> <laughs> I drinks. Um, so speaking of Pop's Diner, cuts to Pop's Diner and, um, you know, Jughead's writing down. He reads and finds out that uh, the Mothman people, whatever you want to call them, um, they all died of cancer. And um, this is also true, I think. I think this wow. is actually a fact. Like every single one of them had died of cancer. And um, he, uh, she's like, oh, like what a coincidence. But like maybe they were all old. And he's like, no, maybe they all got the same radiation from the ship that they were abducted from. Um, so there's like this whole like layer to it like i don't i really don't know why they're exploring this to be completely honest especially when it's based in, yeah like, like to go as far as to see reality. like they all had cancer it was it's like a pretty yeah like pretty detailed i mean it's detailed because like it, that's a part of the real story yeah like, in our world yeah. but at the same time i'm also just like why are you wrapping it into riverdale like i don't get the connection yeah. at all so like i'm not really sure what's happening here um then it cuts to tabitha and she goes like i'd be down to like help investigate like i I, i'm down if like i don't know if she's like i don't even know if you're like a solo type of person like an alpha wolf yeah like do you like to do in your own wolf um and he's like no no no, i'm totally down so you have this moment with he took a second too he was like yeah okay he's like yeah i'm down for you and that's when you see that moment where she kind of smirks and like kind of turns and I'm like, okay, she's. I'm down for them. For like, sure. I'm like, that's the thing, guys. Like, all of these new storylines, it's exciting. It's something new yeah, that we're finally getting. Totally. And like, why wouldn't you want to explore it? Yeah, we know that our original ships are gonna be Endgame. Like, we know that. Yeah. But in this middle ground, where like we've had the same ships for four years, like it's so much fun now to explore these different relationships. Absolutely. So I yeah, can't wait for, sure. for like the next episode just to see what happens. To like, see with what them, happens you know? next. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited for them as a like couple yeah. or pairing or whatever yeah. it might be. Um so then it cuts to Betty and she comes over to see Archie because she's to be be depressed. You know, she Alice is driving her crazy. Distraction. She wants that distraction. <laughs> she wants the big distraction. <laughs> um so she goes in and they kiss. First of all, hold on. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I, I know I'm not doing it right. She I'm like, not doing he it right. He opens the door 
And then yeah. she's like, is Jughead home? And he's like, no, he's, he's at work. She's he's like, work. okay. And she's and he's like, what's up? She's like, I'm just like, you know, Polly's missing like, and like she might be dead. So I need some like help in the bedroom. And then he's like, me too. He's like, I'm so frustrated. He's like, I'm so frustrated. Yeah. And then so, she's like, let's go upstairs. I like, I was like, damn. Like, we need and I'm to texting Jay like at the same time. Yeah. And like, he's like, okay. And he closes the door and then it cuts to commercial. And I'm like, why can't we get that scene? And Jay likes like, haven't like, you had enough? It's already like, <laughs> like we've had I'm like three like, sex no, scenes already. We need one more. <laughs> Can we so, get two in one episode? <laughs> yeah. We don't get to see it, unfortunately. But it cuts to them like after yeah. the sex. And, um, which by the way, Betty, they look so effing cute still. They look so cute. Like together. That, that's the thing. Like, if you were just like effing, you would like be yeah. like, okay, I gotta go now. Goodbye. But they were kind of just like cuddling and like lingering. Like, and like their looks were so freaking cute to yeah. each other. I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm still in love with Barchi. I'm still not like, it's not that I'm giving up on them, but at the same time, I don't want it to be this thing where it's like Barchi versus Barchi. I'm just enjoying this experience Me that too. we're getting of of their relationship. You know what I want though right now? I want mm. I want a little bit more of like this um emotional relationship. Cuz right now yeah. I feel like yes, like they've waited all this time, they wanted to like have sex, attention. like fine. Yeah. But I was kind of waiting for one of them to be like, damn, like why did we wait this long to do this? Or like yeah. something again, like like I said last podcast, I said the same thing, but like I want something like that to happen in the conversation. And it's not really happening. They kind of just like yeah. giggle at each other and like they're like, that was fun, like whatever, you know? But I want yeah. I want something more now, like a bit more of like an emotional thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then, then she gets a call from the FBI um, in this moment and she's like, okay, I guess this is about my sister. <laughs> I probably got to go. Yeah. And she has a really cute moment where she like has a little kiss with him. Yeah. She's like, like, it was really nice. And then she leaves. So I thought it was really nice that they kind of just yeah. like left off adult terms to your point i'm really interested to see how they like explore that emotional yeah. aspect of yeah. it but at the same time it is interesting because i really feel like they they aren't really there aren't they aren't exploring it because i don't know if i know this sounds really bad and i'm, I'm worried that like that i'm saying it because i know that that's the reality i don't think that they're gonna make them the end game to be honest like i don't know of that course gonna, not no no they won't like it's gonna be Barchi and it's gonna be Bughead. We know that. Like that's gonna be right. Endgame. But when yeah. that happens, we don't know. Yeah. So so a part of me feels the like ride. they're just taking time with it. Like I don't feel like he has a like such an emotional connection to her. Yeah. But he does like he like ends off the scene and shows him I mean, and he's smiling. He, he's obviously very fond of her. At the like, end, like know. he did kind of look into the distance, and I kind of was like, is he thinking about Veronica right now? <laughs> like is he like he's no because like, like that scene just happened have, yeah. with like him and um uh, like chad and stuff so i was like maybe he's yeah yeah and yeah. he did say he's like i'm frustrated so like maybe it's because of that what just happened because who of that knows, situation whatever. i don't know yeah. who knows i mean there's a few things that happen later on this episode that i'd like to talk to you about so then it cuts to veronica at home and it's the next morning and chadwick's chadwick comes out and his shit is packed up in a luggage like she literally like spent the night like, packing his shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically and she says upon reflection i think think we need to pump the brakes she's like i think that you know when i left riverdale we needed a break and i still need some time from you time yeah. away from you um she's like i need some real time and space um to see if i'm a pops girl a mia's girl or both i thought that was AKA, really really which cute like to your and point honest. yeah very thought, honest yeah 
Like her just trying to figure out what she needs to do with her and life. She and she didn't even like say like, am I feels. either or? She's like, I could be both too. So she's I like, be both. Yeah. I want this life, but I also want this. Like it was very cute. And he was like, right. I was like, he's going to freak out. Like I was expecting him to like get angry. Yeah. And then he was like, okay. Because she says like, is that a problem? And he's like, no, that's fine. And he just kind of like dips. Um, but it, and it's weird because we're not getting this like menacing like I have another idea. I'm I do think back he's going to go to Hiram. I don't think he's going to yeah, leave town. I don't think. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't think he's going to leave town yeah. and it's just going to like make things worse. Um, and then it cuts to Tony and she goes into her office and she gets another surprise. Some red so shoes over there. Some red shoes, a pink shirt, pink sweater, um, <laughs> pink blazer. <laughs> so then it shows Cheryl in there. She got her, she got her feet up on the desk and she's like, so I wanted to give you a call, but I figured that being talking to you about this in person was more important. And she basically like comes for her for taking Girl, the Girl, you have her. been living in your house for seven effing years. Did you not think nobody was going to come in that like, seven years and do a cheer squad at the high school? Like, what are you on, doing? Man. Like, and also, like, it's Tony. Like, what's yeah. Tony? Like, coming for Tony. But then, a, a, like, a, a large part of me is like, she knows what she's no, doing. No, but and she's then, doing and then when, it, when on Tony's face, she was like, mm, I got her. Like, she, I finally, like, brought her out, which I loved. I was yeah. like, that is the best thing you could have ever done. And, like, she knew that she yeah. was going to do that. I love that. Because even when she says, like, you're pay- playing a very dangerous game, Topaz, she's I feel like, like yeah, if I they know. extended <laughs> the scenes, she would have, like, jumped over the, the desk and, like, they started, yeah. they started having sex. Um, but no Shoni just yet. Uh, then it cuts to Archie and Veronica with the Bulldogs, this new team. And he's like, thank you so much to Veronica Gecko, um, for funding the team. And she was like, eh, error. It's error. It's Lodge. She's Ooh. like, re- redacted. Even he it's was like, damn, now. okay. He's like, <laughs> he's like, what happened right. last night? <laughs> and that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. He's like, what happened after I left that place? Um, and he does have that moment where he kind of looks over at her and is like, ooh. And I wanted to ask you about that. Like, clearly, they're making that connection pretty early on. Like, this is like episode yeah. six into. You know, as much as like, I love Barchi and I we waited for Barchi again. Like, I'm all up for, like, the shakeup and, like, the fact that, yeah. like, they do have this history and, like. There's some attract. Of course, there's an attraction there's there, t- you know, attraction like, there. Yeah, so I'm history. down for it. Like, I'm totally open to all. I'm not out yeah. here being like, we didn't have enough. Like, come on. We didn't have enough. It's okay. Yeah. Like, it's all happening, like, organically. It's going to happen. We yeah. know that. Like, they're endgame. And it's kind of cute seeing them as adults kind of, like, checking each yeah. other out. Like, very, yeah. like, shyly checking each other out. Because at the same time, she's still married. She's still married. And, she's just and he like, won't ever touch that like, if, she's, if she's still married. Exactly. Exactly. Because our boy I mean, has integrity. I mean, last when he was a kid, he? he didn't have any integrity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's questionable. <laughs> Um, so as this is happening, I don't know where the fuck uh, Miss Bell was when she saw this happen. Like (laughs) she was just like lurking in the corner. Like, I don't know what the fuck she was doing, but she is out here on the phone again. And she was like, I have something to tell you. And you're, you're like assuming that it's like Cheryl again. And then it cuts to, I knew that it was Miss Bell talking to motherfucking Hiram. Hiram being gossip girl up in this gig. And Hiram's like totally pissed off. He and then it cuts to a scene where like he's talking to Reggie and he's like, uh, Archie started a football team with Veronica's money. He's like so, with like, my he's daughter's money. And yeah, Reggie's like, he's like mm-hmm. triple. Yeah. He's like, your Doritos mm-hmm. down? I, uh, hey, put those Doritos down. We're gonna <laughs> have to pay him a visit. So that's like the plan next. Yeah. 
Um, then it cuts to the Cooper residence and Kevin, uh, Alice, and uh, you know Betty are trying to find this phone. Like they're, they're like, we found the ping. That was like the phone that phone call that she got from the FBI. They found the ping. And they're gonna look for her phone. She's in the middle of a swamp somewhere. Like, like where did the really swamp sure. come from? Like, <laughs> like where are the where's the swamp? I have no idea. So they head out to the swamp, and then it cuts to like a nighttime shot. So like maybe it's like all this time has passed over. And the, right before they give up, um, you know, Kevin like hears something yeah. or sees something. He's like, it's over there, over there. So they all start rushing to it, and then they start digging. But and it happens so fast. It's like, very fast. I don't know about and you. like it's you really so have quick. to like freeze frame it because you will miss everything. There's You'll definitely everything. a hand sticking out of the There's soil. A hand like this. But when I freeze framed it, like it looked very like old. Like it looked like almost like, like a skeleton, but like a man like hand. Almost almost old, but like almost mannequin y too. Yeah, like, it just I was didn't like, look like it would be her hand. It didn't feel real, but also like it's Riverdale, so like you feel like maybe it possibly is still know. a dead body. Do you body. think she's dead? Um, let's get to the end of the episode. Okay. We'll talk about it. So at the very end of the episode, we're all, everybody's freaking out, whatever. This is, this is what happens. And then, um, Archie is in bed and then, uh, like suddenly out of nowhere, Jughead calls out that there's a fire. He like looks at the front door. There's a fire, like, like literally like flames, like everywhere. And then he like turns to the back and Jughead's like, it's, there's fire in the back too. And that's how the episode ends. It's like, boom, boom. ending. Boom, ending. We don't get an episode next week, so we're going to have to be sitting in, like, fucking uh, limbo for the for the next week or so. So before we finish the episode um, and get into your comments and your roundups and our roundups, a few questions. First one, is Polly really dead? Um, I don't know. I feel like... I do feel like it's a high possibility that she dies this season. I don't know if she... I don't know if this is her. I don't know if this is going to be the situation where we find her body only because I feel like um, we've seen a lot of death reveals. Like if we go all the way back to even season one with Jason's body being revealed when Kevin like is about to hook up with Moose. Like, wow, that seems like so long ago. But yeah, yeah, like that moment when we saw his body, we were like, whoa, like he's dead. Like he's not just missing. Um, but this moment didn't feel like that. Like we didn't get a reveal. We saw the hand, but like the music didn't really yeah. call to like in a really extreme point. We didn't see any close-ups. We didn't hear like Alice screaming bloody murder yeah. and like just like he- seeing something that we we weren't supposed to see. Like you know, we didn't get like the level of drama that would come with the discovery of Polly's body. That being said, I could definitely see them, like, do that for the next episode, like, the opener. But, like, they don't usually do that. They don't usually start off with the murder. It happened, you know? Like, we usually get something at the end of the episode to shock us. Um, So, I don't know. I don't think... Maybe it's not her. Um, A a few commenters online were saying that, like, maybe it was, like, the other girl. Maybe maybe it was, like... Oh, yeah, the first girl. With Polly's cell phone. Like, maybe she stole her phone and then ran away and then she got killed or whatever. So... We don't really know. It could be a mannequin. I kind of joked with NB saying like, maybe it's a mannequin. And like the the TBK is like taunting Betty because she was the one that got away. Like maybe there's some level of like, yeah. I have your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like if you want to find yeah. her, like maybe he's playing some game with her. What do you think? I do agree you think with you. Really no, dead? I don't think she's dead. Do I see her mm-hmm. potentially dying this season? A hundred percent. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I think the TBK is for sure fucking with Betty and that this is probably a, a part. It is, is a part of all of that for sure. So yeah, like it, if yeah. she does lose, like if Polly does die, Betty's going to be fucked. Cause like she's yeah. going to know it was her fault. Like, 
Because like he was she following led, her. She yeah. basically led the TPK back to Riverdale. Yeah, which so, is fucked up. Whatever, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, what I wrote down. What do we think of Tabitha and Jughead? I love it. Tabhead. I love Jugatha. Like, what are we calling their ship name? Tabitha? I love them together. <laughs> oh no, Jugatha. Tabhead. Tubhead. Tughead. I heard. I like Jugatha. I was like, I don't know. Jugatha. I like Jugatha. <laughs> It sounds like a like Pokemon character. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> some comments from listeners. We'll go to those next. Um, Aki Kazoid said, "Loved it. Riverdale has finally found a balance between school plot based, school based plots. Oh my god, all with the characters, not just of core yeah. four and random weirdness slash murderers." And Ruthie Ann thirty three says, "This week was good. Like they incorporated everyone. Little Barchi here, little school there." Jughead story and Veronica and annoying Chad. I really love how Archie looks like he wanted Betty to stay. And uh, I hope Polly isn't dead. Yeah. True story. So let's get into your reca- uh, recap roundups first and then we'll get into ours. Yeah. Or wait, do we do ours yeah, first? Yeah, we'll do ours first. We'll do ours first. <laughs> recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. What's your best best moment? Best moment. It's so hard. I feel like I had a lot of best moments this episode. Um, yeah. But I'm definitely going to say uh, number one is obviously the Barchi car sex scene. Yeah. Um, and then I would have to say like Tony walking down with the HBIC shirt. Amazing. And then also the karaoke scene. Because I did really enjoy watching yeah. those two sing that song. So my best yeah, moments. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, mine is the the sex scene. I was down. I was down for. <laughs> I was down for all that. But uh, your scenes definitely were were up there for sure. WTF moment. What was your WTF moment? Um, WTF moment. I think I'm just gonna give it to like Polly's fake body slash like the hand Pol- slash. I'm like, what? like, what's going on? Yeah, what's happening yeah. there? Um, my WTF moment is Archie bringing up Jason. I, yeah. I, I really thought that was a WTF yeah. moment. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? I can't believe you did that. Did That's not so read the room rude. at all. <laughs> did not read the room. Was not a good moment. And it's never a good moment to bring up someone's dead brother as a reason to start up like a, a charity thing. A charity. Yeah. Like, bro, he got murdered. Like, not a good time. MVP. Who's MVP? MVP. And you know what, guys? MVP stands for most valuable person. <laughs> Not necessarily Fair. our favorite person. So I'm going to have yeah. to give MVP to freaking Miss Bell over here, who's Lady Whistledown <laughs> and Gossip Girl, spreading all the news around. We didn't even think of her. She's trying yeah. to act like she's like this little good old person. Good old lady. But yeah, MVP, she's fuck? getting all the news out there, which is like, I was <laughs> like, wow. Um, and then obviously, yeah. like the other one is Tony, because I just feel like she's been absolutely killing it this yes. season. So, my MVP is definitely Tony. That's hands down. She's literally killing it as the role in her in, in the show for sure. She's killing it so hard. I love it. Yeah. LVP. 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 And I don't want to. I didn't want to give it to Chad because I do feel like Same. I do feel like he had a really good role this episode. Like I like him in the episode. Um, but I will yeah. say I didn't like how he brought up Hiram. You should know that she doesn't like her dad. So like you're an idiot for bringing up Hiram Lodge right now in this right. conversation. He exactly. could have played it a little bit better in that regard. Um, and then also my second LVP is is 
Weatherby because I feel like he doesn't do anything. Like she he's just do like, shit. we got nobody, we got nothing. Like That's do something. Such a good like point. Tony's That's out here doing everything point. for you. Lady Whistledown is like calling everyone, like being a secret agent <laughs> over here. What are you doing for our Riverdale High? Like, come on. Yeah, that's a really good point. So, yeah, yeah, mine goes to Chadwick. Uh, or sorry, yes, mine goes yeah. to Chadwick because he's a piece of trash. You trash. Um, but very good point about Weatherby. Like, why are you? Yeah. Why do you even exist at this point? You're not doing anything. The best um, line. Who's your best, best line? Best line is gonna go to Tony when Archie was like, "The Vixens don't even have a sports team to cheer for," <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, get over yourself, Archie. The Vixens are a sports team." Boom. 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 Cheer Bitch. is a sport. <laughs> Bring it on. I really do hope that they. Like, oh, they're gonna as do that. As, they're gonna do if it. If they do a cheer moment, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like they have they to. do like a full yeah. moment. They have yeah. to now. Um, my best line is going to Cheryl saying you are playing a very dangerous game, Topaz, because it was very like uh uh uh, but also like a little. Seductive. Yeah, she's like I like, like it. We're all but like be careful. But like hit me a little bit, you know. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> uh, let's get into our listener roundups. We have Postmaster Radio saying best moment: Chad and Chad and Veronica's rendition of sha- the Shallows. Shallow. Is that Shallows? Yeah. Uh, WTF moment, the fire at the end, MVP, Tony and Archie, LVP, Hiram, Reggie, and Miss Bell. Good point. Reggie yeah, is kind of a piece sure. of trash right now. Um, best line, Embrace the Weird by Jughead, and The Vixens are a sports team by Tony that you mentioned just now. Yeah. Um, at yeah. Barchi is end, end. GA2. Best moment, Barchi porch kiss. Yeah, that was yeah. cute. WTF moment, Veronica and Chad singing Shallow for five whole minutes and no one else singing. Like, I want to hear Kevin. I agree. Yeah. Like, I kind of wish we saw one more person Where doing karaoke. The they just, like, hogged the mic the whole night. <laughs> yeah, instead of doing a musical, they should just have a karaoke. Yeah, why not? just gets up and starts singing. Why not? MVP, Archie for punching Reggie. Tony for prioritizing the Vixens. And Veronica for giving Archie the money with no hesitation. It was such a nice friendship mm. moment for them. It's true. Yeah, it's yeah. Sure. LVP, Chad. I thought this episode was starting to redeem him, but he's still scary, controlling, and jealous. 100% agreed. True story, yeah. yeah. It's hard because, like, you are kind of, like, fighting between, like, whether and I or not love you, like, that. want to root for him and want to be okay with him. I love him. that. He's not, like, a classic no. villain, right? He's not, like, he's not, like, a Hiram where Hiram really had, like, this, like, level of, like, like, almost unrealistic sometimes, like, level of villainy where this guy, like, you don't know if he's a villain. He's more just, like, super, super, like, self, like, he's very controlling. He's clearly very, like, um, insecure about his own shit. Yeah. So, like, that's how he's a- yeah. acting out. Um... At Gigazoid says, best moments, white worm karaoke and tughead at pop. So it's named. Is it tughead? We're doing, t- let's do tughead. Yeah. Um, MVP. It sounds dirty. It like does. Tughead. Tug like tug. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we revise that one. Let's uh, see what everybody thinks about <laughs> changing the ship name to something else. Um, MVP is Tony, Cheryl for tossing Archie out, Dick Move Andrews, and Veronica. So all three of the ladies of Riverdale. LVP, Archie, a dick with Cheryl, thuggish with Reggie, and then hitting Ronnie up for cash with nothing to offer in return. Good point. <laughs> Do you work my <laughs> That's how I pay you. Um, 
Uh, and then it's really cool because you guys have really embraced our recap uh, roundups, but sometimes you add uh, your own yeah, categories. Yeah. And uh, Geekozoid says, most misunderstood, Chad. So I, this love is this. Interesting. Yeah, I love this. They say, how is he wrong to, one, live to or want to live with his wife? Two, not want his wife giving her ex-boyfriend their money? And three, prefer Italian food to burgers? <laughs> so... Fair enough. It was a good point. I like that. Fair points. Fair points. Well, we'll take, we'll take it. it. We'll take it back to the rest of the team and we'll see what, what happens after. Thank you. At Mackenzie L. Burns, best moment, everyone together at the White Worm. WTF yeah. moment, Archie using Cheryl's weakness, being Jason against her, and the porch fire. Um, MVP, Archie being his savior self and lover of Betty. Oh, what a cute title. Yeah. <laughs> LVP, Reggie slash the Sodia football team. Best line, how was your first day, Miss Cooper? So cute. Yeah. Um, at Micah says, best moment. Hashtag Barchi scenes and getting back into school spirit. Yeah, it was nice to be back in high- Riverdale yeah. High. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. I'm I'm so happy like we're back at high yeah, school. I don't too. know. It's, it's great. It's a great setting. WTF moment, all the fire <laughs> and the hand in the swamp. Yeah. Yes. It's very much hand. like, holy shit. It came out of nowhere, uh, literally. Dub- uh, MVP, Tony and Mrs. Bell. I don't even know why she's even here, but I still chose her. <laughs> okay. Hey, I chose her too. <laughs> she be there. Yeah, yeah she there. <laughs> you love the gossip girl. Um, LVP, Hiram slash Reggie, and Archie for bringing up Cheryl's trauma. And best line, embrace the weird from Jughead. Uh, at Anna Hi one thirty. Best moment, all the Barchi scenes. Should have mm-hmm. been one more at the end there that I wanted to see the full thing of. The, the, the next one, the full the MVP, full moment. Tony, and Archie. I feel like Tony and Archie have been MVP, like, most, like, this season. Yeah, this like, entire time jump yeah. so far, yeah. LVP, totally. Reggie, Hiram, Mrs. Bell. Best line, embrace the weird, and I was out night jogging. Only because it made me LMAO. Yeah, that was funny. Both of the fires and the hand in the swamp. Yeah. Ruthie Ann says, best moment, Archie hitting Reggie. Yes, my army man. You tell him don't mess with Riverdale High. The Barchi scenes on the porch <laughs> and the car. She was about to get it in and damn that fire, but showed up later to let off some steam. They that can't steam. stay away from each other. Love it. <laughs> Everyone's coming for Barchi. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Uh, WCF uh, Mothman storyline they really are reaching hope they make, make it make sense yeah, same. we hope so too uh, the, the writers had some time to write this right so hopefully they did it right MVP Betty for trying to find her sister do your thing Agent Cooper Archie for doing his part for the school and being the bigger man when Chad was being a dick Veronica for helping the Bulldogs LVP Chad 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 he rubs me the wrong way why are you sitting in class while she's teaching? He's so awkward. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> and why do you keep mentioning Hiram? I don't like it one bit. <laughs> Best line, Jughead, when he said, embrace the weird. And Archie's saying he's going to beat their asses on the field. Beat the ass. Beat that ass. At Shoney 5 That's- on it? Yep. LVP, Archie for using Jason to try and get money from Cheryl. MVP, the Barchi mm. car sex scene. And Tony's plan to get Cheryl out of the house. True. Oh, Best moment, yeah. Barchi car sex scene. Dev moment, Mothman. Like, really? <laughs> Best line, what Tony says to Archie about the Vixens. 
And then we also have quickly Instagram because I asked our listeners last night. Quickly, I'll do that. I don't. I don't want to forget anyone because like everyone like reached out. It's hard to, to like, forget everyone. You know? But there's like such a list. We may have to pair this down yeah. at some point. This one's in time, gonna be really quick. Anyway. HMR 14 best moment Betty and Kevin scenes. So yeah, like what we were saying, Betty and Kevin back at it. You know, investigation yeah. duo. Yeah. Fanny car sex. M1003 Veronica telling Chad to go back home. Billy's <laughs> like packing up his bags. <laughs> WTF moment M1003 Mothman alien abductions. 100%. So weird. Erica so Alex, weird. the old man wanting to get abducted by aliens. <laughs> he was like, take me yeah. please. MVP so slash weird. LVP. Lizzie is chaotic. Veronica was a baddie. Fanny says Alice and Tony for Alice and Tony for MVP. LVP Chad. Agreed. Done. All Thank right. you all for your recap roundups. We love it. Thank you. Well done. We appreciate it always. Um, so uh, announcement, NB, did you want to throw this one? Oh out? yeah. So announcements, guys. We're doing. We're gonna do a Q and A session. Me and JLag live, just like this. Um, but mm-hmm. we want to collect questions from you guys, and questions could be anything from like our real life to Riverdale to chaos chilling of Adventures of Sabrina any other show that you want to whatever throw our way we're good throw us the questions and then we're gonna have a live Q&A video just like this um we don't know when we're gonna do it in the next like month or two I guess uh and it's only gonna be available for our Patreon members so if you guys want to jump in and watch that video and chat with us live Sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. Um, if you join, you're going to get access to all of that. And we're going to have more events coming up. So be sure to stick around and ask us questions. Stay, stay <laughs> tuned. Yeah, ask us some questions. With that said, I would like to take this time to thank our patrons, our current patrons of the episode, our Rewinder Squad, White Nicole, our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Slay, and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamla, and Grace. Thanks, guys. Oh, and if like and like I said, just join our Patreon family. Check us out. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> just join. <laughs> just, just join it. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind is where you can uh, sign up. So, yeah. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and you also can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to say engage with us at Recap Rewind. Thank you so much for listening to us. This was a bit of a doozy episode. So, so long. long. But thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.